So let's just start off with the the gift that just keeps on giving. We got two articles. First one from the New York Post. Let's get into it. Dismal plus sign. Is CNN's new streaming service in peril? Usually, if the headline's a question, the answer is no. But by Charles Gaffiro. April 2nd, 2022. Monday night, speaking to a packed crowd at the Swanky Peak restaurant in Manhattan, CNN's Andrew Morse was looking for a kumbaya moment. Something to bring the troubled ratings challenged channel together following a string of high profile firings and scandals that has cast doubt on its future. That something is known as CNN Plus. Morse is the point man in last week's launch of the new, much heralded, and capital intensive streaming service, which I predicted is going to be a failure from the get go because the, the CNN regular has been in decline for the last. Fuck, it wasn't even. It was like right when. You know, people started kind of abandon and break away from the COVID fear. CNN really tanked. They hung on a little bit after Trump left, but when Trump left, there was a major blow to it. And as more and more of the COVID narrative crumbled, that was a harder and harder hit. They don't even own the building they film CNN in anymore. They rent it now. They used to own it, but now they rent it. CNN got bought by Discovery Plus and Warner Brothers. <sighs> big, big embarrassment. And one of the owners of CNN now is one of the largest Trump donors. So have fun with that knowledge. It's just been rough for CNN. It's been rough for Chris Wallace. He left Fox News to go there. Oh, well. <clears throat> so I don't understand why they thought CNN Plus would get, was going to work. And they made Don Lemon the point guy for it. Well, like the face of it. And then you got Andrew Cuomo, who's just been, or Chris Cuomo, who's just been airing all the dirty laundry publicly, which is something we've occasionally touched on in this channel and loved every second of it. All right. With ratings failing and customer cord cutting on the rise, many people inside the network believe the future of CNN is dependent on the... Nascent streaming channel to attract an audience that is increasingly askewing traditional cable. The speech and the high profile and expensive setting for the channel's launch was supposed to foreshadow good things to come. More heralded CNN Plus as the quote, new chapter in CNN history. More like the last. He said, and the timing of the launch is perfect, just as consumers are increasingly embracing streaming content. You are about five years late, if not more, to this. The next chapter of the story is called A Very Weird Turn. He then started to thank people who launched the new and possibly transformational product. And that's when things got weird. Moore thought it would be smart to applaud the work of two people who couldn't attend the soiree for very obvious reasons. 
former CNN honcho Jeff Zucker and his number number two cockrest. I uh, should have said that. But his uh, side piece, Allison Gullust, Lust, the duo not only were the brains behind the creation of CNN Plus, they also were recently and famously ousted. Much to the chagrin of the network's Zucker loyal talent, because their recent disclosed romantic fling violated company dating guidelines, nearly in the same breath, Morse stepped in it again, this time. Giving kudos to the guy who controversially pulled the trigger, Warner Media Chief Jason Killer. Fitting name. Quote, when he made those statements, everyone seemed to freeze. Said one person in attendance, quote, it was weird. Even worse, Moore's uneven tribute may well be foreshadowed an equally awkward future for the streaming service. People closer to the network tell the Post, of course, time will tell whether consumers are willing to pay $5.99 a month, just $2.99 monthly for life if you sign up right now. Yeah, it originally launched, it was going to be like 6 bucks a month, and then the waiting list just wasn't there, so they frantically dropped it down to $2.99 monthly for life. If you sign in now, that's what you get. Supposedly, at least. Now they're raising up to five ninety nine again, just under six bucks. <sighs> Oof. <clears throat> For CNN's second string programming, return of the late Anthony Bourdain's popular globe-trouting culinary show, Parts Unknown. Softer sports featuring, or softer spots featuring network talent, and a smattering of B-list celebrities and pseudo thought leaders, opening, uh, opining about food and culture. I did for the purpose of this column, but so far CNN Plus media team. Is keeping the launch metrics close to the ch- close to the vest. All CNN would say is, "quote We're very happy with the launch of CNN Plus. Any reports indicating otherwise are completely false." My guess, and the guess of other media watchers. That the lack of chest thumping is a sign of initial results ain't good. One clue since the launch of CNN Plus's original app, which I needed to download to get the new streaming product on my mobile device, barely made 200 on the most popular free apps on the Apple Apple Store and App Stores on the free apps and Apple Stores last week meaning it received no CNN Plus boost. It was nowhere to be seen when I last checked on Friday, meaning when it launched, it got downloaded quickly, and no one's been downloading it since. Ooh, it hurts, boss, it hurts. Talk to media industry types, and they will tell you 
that it's a decent indication of CNN Plus subscribers boost was pretty much mediocre, if even that. People inside CNN are understandably worried. The network's ratings are suffering because it no longer has its favorite foil, Donald Trump, to kick around in Trumpless in a Trumpless news world. The channel's left-leaning programming has competition from M- MSNBC, but with much more overhead, meaning it's spending more to compete for the same pool of viewers. Spending more to stay in the same place. It's like right on the treadmill, and all it does is make you fatter. But break the treadmill. And then you're stuck and can't do anything besides roll around until you die. Oof. Before CNN fired Jeff Zucker, he ousted <coughs> CNN's highest rated anchor, Chris Cuomo, for giving brother Andrew Cuomo advice during Andy's, Andy's sexual harassment scandal that forced him to step down as New York governor. Now we move on to the last chapter about programming holes. That hole in CNN's programming is being filled by a rotating cast that included former Weekend host Michael Shkomomish. Not exactly a household name. On top of that, on top of, of it all, CNN's audience is younger than other news networks like that of Fox News, my employer. Oh, well, good to know you threw that in there. That may sound like a good thing for advertisers, for advertisers searching for that all-important 25 to 54 demographic, but this demo is more apt to cut the cord and end their cable subscriptions altogether. Yes, CNN is immensely profitable, earning about $1 billion a year, I am told. But, with the cord cutting, those profits are likely to shrink pretty quickly over the next five years, as cable operators pay less and less for CNN's increasingly lower-rating shows. That is why Zucker came up with the idea to spend a ton of money hiring hundreds of people to start a new streaming channel that will attract a demo that increasingly consumes programming on their mobile devices. Yet the economics of streaming are difficult. Sure, people like to watch stuff including movies at home, but they don't like paying a ton for it. And it's unclear if streaming news services work, meaning CNN Plus might not be able to be the magic bullet that lasts anytime soon. With all this fur flying, it's also easy to forget the network is being sold, along with Warner Media, to David Zaslav of Discovery Incorporated, in a $43 billion media mega deal. And David Zilsler is a massive Trump supporter. <coughs> Zaz hasn't said much about CNN or the future of its streaming service. And probably won't until the deal is closed this month. People who know him tell the following. With Zucker out, Zass has no allegiances to CNN Plus or its people. If subs don't begin to grow, he will likely fold it into another streaming service. Discovery Plus and lop off a chunk of the people Zucker hired. To cut costs, 
he'll probably also scale back on some of the programming ambitions while focusing on other parts of Warner Media Empire. So much for streaming, saving CNN. You just love to hear it. We now head over to CNBC for our last article on CNN struggling. But we have one more story we want to talk about. CNN Plus struggles to lure viewers in its early days, drawing fewer than 10,000 daily users. Oof. Published Tuesday, April 12th, 2022. Oof. Key points. Fewer than 10,000 people are using CNN Plus on a daily basis. Two weeks into existence, sources say, part two. The paltry audience cast doubt on the future of the application following the recently completed combination of Discovery and Warner Media into Warner Brothers Discovery. Three, Warner Brothers and Discovery CEO David Zaslov hasn't rec- hasn't commented publicly on CNN Plus's long-term future. He told CNBC in February he'd need to see how the application performed before deciding any next moves. This article is by Alex Sherman. I read that part. Fewer than 10,000 people are using CNN Plus on a daily basis two weeks into its existence, according to people familiar with the matter. The people spoke to CNBC on the condition of anonymity in order to discuss nominee. Whatever. In order to discuss the non-public data. CNN Plus launched on March 29th the subscription news streaming service, which charges $5.99 a month or $59.99 annually, only became available on Roku on Monday and still hasn't still isn't on Android TV or App Store. Still, the paltry audience cast doubts on the future of the application following the recently completed combination of Discovery and Warner Media into Warner Brothers Discovery. To put that daily user number into perspective, CNN's cable network suffered a sharp decline of viewership last year, but still rang in an average of 773 thousand total viewers a day quote we continue to be happy with the launch and its progress after only two weeks a cnn cognizing spokesperson said cnn sought to make a huge splash for cnn plus luring big name talents from rival news networks such as casey hunt from nbc news and chris wallace from fox news Oof. But there still is a broad skepticism whether there's enough demand to sustain a standalone news streaming service with entertainment first options dominating the landscape. Disney Plus, for instance, posted more than 10 million subscriptions on its first day. 
that's also been going down the last uh, month, and we'll go into that in a different day. CNN hasn't released an extra number of CNN Plus subscribers. Disney's ESPN Plus, which offers sports news programming in addition to live event broadcasts, recently reported 21.3 million subscribers. NBC Universal's Peacock, which features news programming, reported 24.5 million monthly active accounts. Damn. Damn. In the U.S., and more than 9 million of which were paid members. ESPN Plus charges $6.99 a month, and Peacock offers premium tiers starting at $4.99 a month. Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav hasn't commented publicly on CNN Plus's long term future. He, holds CNBC, he told CNBC in February he'd need to see how application performed before deciding on any next moves. Look, I haven't gotten a business review on what CNN Plus is going to be and how it's going to be offered, Zazalov said at the time. It's possible, if not likely, that CNN Plus programming will be offered as part of a larger bundled offering of HBO Max and Discovery Plus, according to people familiar with the matter. Both of the services have millions of subscribers. Ex-Warner Brother Media CEO Jason Killer decided to push ahead with CNN Plus's launch two weeks before merging the company with Discovery. Killer left the company last week. He was upbeat about the subscriber numbers in an interview with CNBC, but didn't cite any figures. Quote, it's ahead of my expectations in terms of where the subscribers are. Oh, God. This is ahead of your expectations? The engagement and receptiveness that we're getting in terms of people's response to journalism of CNN Plus, Killer told CNBC's Julia Borstein, quote, I couldn't be more proud of them. Oh, my God, buddy. This is, like, worse than PragerU right now. And I actually like the content of PragerU. I'm, like, one of the people that actually watches that shit. Axios reported earlier Tuesday that the new leadership at Warner Brothers and Discovery planned to cut hundreds of millions of investment dollars for the service given concerns over its future. Incoming CNN chief Chris Litch will join Warner Brothers and Discovery on May 1st and will make decisions on how to best proceed. Two of the people said, Oh, man. Man, man, man. Well, that brings us to the end of that story, but let's move on to the next humorous little ditty we got for you on this fine Easter morning. So, you know what's interesting about DC? It doesn't have any representation of its own. It doesn't have governors, senators, congressmen, none of that shit. The closest you'll find is a mayor of DC, Mariel Bowser, and that's about it. Meaning, many people overnight could move to Washington, DC, and they wouldn't gain a single House representative. Oh, you wonder what that has to do with anything I just talked about. 
nothing. It has to do with the next stories we're getting into. We go right to the Washington Examiner for our first story. Texas bus makes first migrant drop-off near U.S. Capitol in Washington. By Ann Gilaretti, Homeland Security reporter, April 13, 2020. The state of Texas delivered on its promise to bus the bus to Washington, D.C. migrants who have been released by Border Patrol into border communities. The first charter bus, which can carry 40 migrants, pulled into the nation's capital around 9 a.m. local time Wednesday, dropping off passengers between the U.S. Capitol and Union Station. Senior state official involved in the operation told the Washington Examiner that the bus picked up migrants who had been discharged from federal custody somewhere in the Del Rio sector, a 245-mile-long stretch of the border, a second bus is en route to Washington, D.C. from Del Rio area, the official said, quote, As the federal government continues to turn a blind eye to the border crisis, the state of Texas will remain steadfast in our efforts to fill in the gap and keep Texans safe. Yeah, Texas, by the way, has taken upon itself to finish the wall construction, and I believe they've just about done with completing the first mile Texas has done itself. So that wall is still being built in Joe Biden's America. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Joe Biden had to reinstate the remaining Mexico policy about four months ago now. Not only that, Joe Biden is... Uh, oh, you know what? I'll save that. I'll do a surprise article. But let's, let's wrap this one up. <clears throat> Quote by... Let's see. Abbott said in a statement issued shortly after the drop-off. Quote... By busing migrants to Washington, D.C., the Biden administration will be able to more immediately meet the needs of the people that they are allowing to cross our border. Texas should not have to bear the burden of the Biden administration's failure to secure our border. End quote. Migrants from Colombia, Cuba, Venezuela, Nicaragua were the first on the bus to those communities, forcing the government to detain or release them at the border. Migrants are then placed in removal proceedings that likely will not be resolved in the courts for several years. Aaron Ricklin Melink, senior policy counsel at the American Immigration Council, blasted the Texas Republican leader for sending migrants north, but he said the community will rally around the group. <laughs> Quote, There is some there is something deeply wrong with Greg Abbott. Well, it's probably in his legs. <laughs> Putin's dictatorial al- Oh, like Lupersenko. Putin's dictatorial ally in Belarus. He's trying to weaponize migrants, ignoring their humanity and using them as pawns for their political ambitions. Why? You want them in the country. They're in the country. They're here. He didn't, didn't have them deported. They're in America still. They're just in D.C. What, what's wrong? Why don't you want the Mexicans in D.C.? Huh? Golly gee. I mean, you could ask why Abbott doesn't want them in Mexico or in, in uh, Texas. I'm sure he'll tell you. But why, this guy, why does this guy want them in D.C.? But he underestimates the people of D.C. We are happy to help Relikin 
wrote in a post on Twitter Wednesday morning. I wonder if she feels about Elon right now. A spokesperson for the Luther for the Lutheran Immigration Refugee Services said the organization was not given advance warning from Texas and was unable to be on site at the time of the drop-off. Well, Texas wasn't really given a heads up about that shit either. It just sort of happened. Quote, can verify at Lars.org, L-I-R-S-O-R-G, wasn't notified in advance about this. Faith organizers, community groups, and the kind-hearted Americans stand ready to answer the call to help. Unfortunately, Governor Abbott never made that call, opting instead to use vulnerable migrants as political pawns. Tim Young whined. The group's press secretary wrote on Twitter, <laughs> State officials in Texas busing migrants to Washington, D.C. is more like a disaster evacuation than a kidnapping. Following criticism from Democrats and some Republicans after Abbott's announcement of the plan on April 6th, the Texas, the Texas Division of Emergency Management is working directly with towns and citizens along the border with Mexico that request transportation of the migrants who have been released from custody by the Border Patrol similar to how local officials can request state assistance during hurricanes or floods and assistant requests must be submitted. Migrants must volunteer to board the buses and sign waivers. They are not in the federal, state, or any local custody at any time during the transportation. Many migrants who are released into the United States are on humanitarian parole, while others are given documents mandating that they appear in immigration court. All migrants are either tracked through ankle monitors or cell phone apps, or must remain in contact with the government through other means. Over the past year, fewer than half the people who illegally enter and cross the southern border have been released into the U.S., but with the encounters topping 150,000 every month, the release have placed a significant strain on small and large border communities that do not have the shelter space, food, transportation, and other means to help people get to other parts of the country where they have family and friends. And that's a big if. That's sort of the Washington Examiner being like, please don't be mad at us. But one more article on this topic. We now go right to Fox News for an article that was just updated. Second bus drops off migrants near U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. The migrants from Venezuela, Nicaragua, Cuba, and Colombia, one man said, by Tyler O'Neill. The second bus from Texas arrived near the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. just before 4.30 a.m. Ooh. Transporting more than a dozen illegal immigrants as part of Governor Greg Abbott's new plan to counter federal immigration policies during the ongoing border crisis, Abbott announced last week that he was directing the Texas Division of Emergency Management, TDEM, to transport migrants released from federal custody 
in Texas to the nation's capital and other locations outside of the state. No. Wait. For migrants released from federal custody. Texas to the national capital and other locations outside. Nope, just to the capital. Nope, they're just going to D.C. He's not taking them anywhere else. 14 migrants stepped off the bus a block from Union Station on the 1st Street. The migrants are from Venezuela, Nicaragua, Cuba, Colombia, one man said. One individual who identified himself as Juan from Colombia told Fox News that he flew by plane to Mexico then crossed the Rio Grande into the U.S. Juan and his friends said they are going to New York to join their friends. Juan and he wants to be a barber. Juan said he wants to be a barber. Capitol Police arrived around 4.45 a.m. to ask questions. Members of a Catholic charity arrived waiting for the migrants who began to walk to Union Station around 7.47 a.m. Thursday, arrival following that of the first bus which arrived at the nation's capital Wednesday morning. That bus also carried immigrants from Venezuela, Nicaragua, Cuba, Colombia. Fox News learned that they had come from the Del Rio sector in Texas. According to TDEM, Abbott's plan is already working. The agency told Fox News on Monday that many of the communities that originally reached out for support from the Rio Grande Valley to Terrell County say the federal government stopped dropping migrants in their town since Abbott announced announcement on April 6th. TDEM said it dispatched buses over the weekend to border communities where it coordinated with officials to identify these migrants. This agency added that each bus had the capacity and supplies necessary to carry up to 40 migrants released in Texas communities and transported them to Washington, D.C. The governor's legal authority to transport bustle to migrants to the U.S. Capitol remains in question. The 2012 Supreme Court case Arizona v. United States prevents states from making their own immigration policies. Abbott insisted the federal government is failing to adequately address the situation. Quote, Texas demands and deserves an aggressive, comprehensive strategy to secure our border. Not President Biden's lackluster leadership, Abbott said in a statement. Quote, as the federal government continues to roll back common sense policies, that once kept our community safe, our lo- local law enforcement has stepped up to protect Texans from the dangerous criminals, deadly drugs, and illegal contraband flowing into the Lone Star State. And that is the end of this article. Now, I do want to remind you of something. Joe Biden and his administration have been flying in planes full of illegal immigrants and dropping them off in states like Tennessee in the dark of night. We even have these federal agents flying the plane saying, we are stabbing America in the back. But I, I do like this cheeky play from Greg Abbott. And there is a third bus 
on the way as well. It does not seem like this is gonna stop and it's likely to become a daily thing. And personally, I fucking find it hilarious. That being said, happy Easter from Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison, and I wish y'all a great one.